Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage. This is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Um, boy, oh boy. You know, every time we get to Monday, I think, boy, I wish I prepared it all for this podcast. Yeah, I'm not a big preparer for most things. <laughs> My other podcast is so much easier because, like... You just watch Survivor? I just watch a show and then I talk about that show. So, like, there's plenty of things to talk about. But sometimes we come together on a Monday and it's just like, I don't know. Well, I have so many ideas during the week and then by the time Monday rolls around, all of them are just gone. You should really just have a... Oh, ooh, my knee. You should really just have, like, a little journal... I'm like a scribble in. It'll won't, it wouldn't be the same. Also, in this podcast, I definitely feel more of like a, uh, like a, just like <laughs> I feel more like a just riding, riding shotgun, you know. Whereas in the other podcast, I feel like I, I lead that one. So I kind of leave all the ideas up to you. I come in here like, what are you going to talk about? But at the same time, like, I think that a lot of the reasons why we even have this podcast is because we don't bring up stuff. Like, we just talk to each other. Correct. And we were like, these are interesting conversations. We just talk about it. And then when we have some, like, we've done prepared episodes. Yeah. And they're good sometimes. Like cats. But I think our best stuff is like... We talked about the Cats episode for a week. We are like, <laughs> on Monday, we're getting together and talk about Cats the musical. But Yeah, I think it's better when we just <coughs> kind of like see what we want to talk about. I guess if that makes sense. Like, But not in a topic way, just... Whatever we wind up talking yeah, about. Yeah, like we haven't talked about it. Which is why we hide the thing at the end of the episode, I think. I like putting that there because sometimes before we even start... That's better. Yeah, like, we were just talking. and like I just dropped a bombshell on you in that. Yeah. It blew your mind. So, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think preparing is good, but maybe I'll... Well, but for at not the same pre- time. Well, if we're not preparing, can I ask you a question? Sure. What's that sweatshirt? What do you mean? You've been wearing it, like, every day. This is a comfy week. pajama sweatshirt to bust it out when the weather gets a little chilly. Where'd you get it? Well, I mean, at Fleming's is, Pumpkin Run. Where, where is Fleming's Pumpkin Run? Uh, it's down in South Jersey. Me and my buddy Jay went down. It's a thing that used to happen annually, then stopped because of COVID. No, mm. it was before COVID. Twenty nineteen was the reboot. It was the first one they had in I think like three years. Damn, they rebooted it just in time for COVID. And then COVID happened. They didn't have it last year. I think they had it this year, and I missed it. What is it? You run? So this guy, Flemings, has a lot of property down in South Jersey. It's one and guy? on his property, he has a bunch of, like, Pumpkins. old stuff. All different stuff. Like, okay. sometimes just, like, old buses and cars stacked on top of each other. He's got, like, old neon signs. Some of them light up. Some of them haven't worked in 50 years. He's got, like, old carnival rides. Just old stuff that have collected on his property like almost a junkyard but more like a big outdoor like museum where you can just kind of like walk around sounds weird and every year in the fall he would have a pumpkin run where all the local kids and families would go and like the local restaurants would have like food stands ooh Make the microphone's sure in 
all the local places would have like food stands and stuff and then what happened was it got too big and this town like to get to his house his property like, too hard it was it got too crazy so then when they booted rebooted it in 2019 it was crazy like we got down there and it took forever to even just like get park. out of your car park walk to the place is nuts the whole town was swamped but it was awesome we had so much fun just tons of i had the puppy i have pictures of it from my instagram and like a little video Fleming's pumpkin. Um, you got the sweatshirt. It's really nice. I wear it all the time. Jay wears it as well. But like, I've never seen you wear it until like six days ago. Well, I got it in 2019. That's still two whole years of <laughs> you not wearing it. Well, you were in Florida for like one whole of those years. That's fair. And then it was summer when you were living here and stuff. So. That's fair, I guess. But yeah, it's my pumpkin run shirt. I like the pumpkin run. I would love to go back. I think I missed it this year, though. I think I was away or couldn't make it or whatever. Um, I think that this week has been really fun in terms of... As someone who doesn't like the political establishment... I feel like everyone on both sides had a week where they hate their side, which is what I like. Like, now I just feel like the guy with the gas can laughing maniacally as the <laughs> flames get higher. <laughs> <laughs> but like the You're all idiots! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the stuff with Biden and all the headlines about him pooping himself are stupid. Like, it's such ridiculous... But this is what the Democrats invited when Correct. they treated Trump like a moron. Well, I, because think, they, they elected, I think they knew. I think yeah. they, they obviously knew that they were like, listen. We're lowering the discourse. We're going to lower the bar, <laughs> and we're going to kill Trump on everything. Yeah. And when we put in Biden, who cares? Yeah. Because they figure their establishment is stronger, which it is. But you know what's something they really overlooked? How bad Biden is. No, how shitty the left is it being internet f- funny. Like, they're, yeah, they're so not. sticks in the mud. Bo- and I'm not saying it's the Republicans on Twitter that are funny. It's just people who are anti-establishment, anti-Democrat, or anti-anything. It's just like, they're way better at memeing, at poking fun. Yeah, the- it's like, the Let's Go Brandon thing, like, that. Like they could never pull off something that. Like, so organic. Yeah. There's a rally on Thursday in Vermont, in the town of Brandon, Vermont. They're holding a rally, a Let's Go Brandon rally. It's I think it might town. go. Because, like, it's just hilarious to me. That is pretty funny. And that's where, like, the left fails. At least right now. It wasn't always that way. Until it's more of a recent phenomenon. It's all, I mean, it's all, I think it's because it's cyclical. It must be. Um, and then... Obviously, somehow, this is getting into the weeds on politics, but this infrastructure bill is got, getting past Congress, and the only thing I want to say about it is that it, it's funny that the Republicans can't even block it. Like, the, Demo- the Democrats were against it. The left doesn't like this. The right doesn't like this. Yet it's going to pass. It's going to pass. <laughs> well, that's that should be, like, sign number one, that, like, stop... With your allegiances <laughs> to these fucking asshole politicians so in the party. So, like, if you're far left, if you voted for Biden because you just hate Trump, but, like, you don't like the establishment, you don't like this bill. 
No, it's not enough not. for you. Blah blah blah. But I think it's funny that like we just put numbers in front of vague nouns people would like to see improved, and they say that that's just what's in this bill. For example, fifty-five billion to public transportation, a hundred and thirty billion to airports. There's no plan. There's no like, like okay. How are how are we gonna how are we gonna fix those things? And like well, who's getting like but dude, here's it's what the they Elon do. Musk thing. But here's what they do. Then the the people who end up building who get the hundred and eight billion that's going to airports are just like Pelosi's cousin who owns an airport building company that's never actually built an airport. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how but that's So like we think I just think it's funny that they think that just pouring money into these things and then saying words, like nice-sounding things, is what fixes problems. Well, I, I mean, I like, I would like to think we know now that, like... Well, we, we clearly don't. We, we clearly don't, don't know anything. But We're like, dumb. This is why, when I run for mayor, I'm going to just dismantle the town. <laughs> because money... Money doesn't fix anything. It creates worse problems, and unless you have a pure system, I just don't think it can it can work. I don't know what is happening in there. Is that her, dude? Rose is going <laughs> nuts. I wasn't sure if it was her. Someone's getting murdered somewhere down no, the road. No, it's it's your daughter just <laughs> screaming. In there. Should we check? Amanda would get us if it were serious. I don't know. I feel it. Like, no, I know her. She's she just like, like I, I can't. Can't handle they're, it. They're they're podcasting. <laughs> I can't possibly interrupt them. And she's just like. <laughs> That's funny. Um, anyway, Quinn's gone off. This is a good one. But I don't know. Like, I'm telling you, I I listened to that Joe Rogan episode a couple weeks ago. The Michael Schellenberger, the dude who he's a far left Democrat, and he's talking about how like the the homeless situation in these liberal cities and why they're so bad and it. And it has everything to do with... Is the, he the guy li- who got it thrown in the brig for the video? Oh, I don't know. Who's Michael Schellenberger? He wrote a book about the oh, homeless about the homeless problem in like San Francisco and L.A. And how the liberal policies in these cities are causing, that. Are causing it. And he wants, to, he wants to change it. And shockingly enough, you know what one of the solutions is? What? Privatizing. Well, you're done. Uh, privatizing the uh, like the rehab center, meaning like the the organization that's going to be in control of fixing of the rehabilitation problem is is has not to be a private company. It's not the government. Like the government's not going to do anything. It's going to be a private company, and the private yeah. company will work with the government, but they are not the government. And he's like, also, we have to, like, stop just letting criminals loose. He's like, I don't know why we, like, they get aff- they get drug offenses, and then we just, like, put them back on the streets. Like, oh, they don't belong in prison. So like, well, you gotta do something with them. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But, like, the homeless situation is a, is a, uh, an issue in these cities, and all they do is pump money into it, and the money doesn't fix it. But they know the money doesn't fix it. Of course and not. Because the people who are are pro- people are profiting off the homeless people, they're the people in charge of, of charities and all these things. They're like, 
Man, I'm making a ton of money helping these homeless people. I'm so good. So you haven't helped anything. And you're I just gave them now. soup this morning. Donated soup. But it is... It's in all facets of our government. Like, when you talk about, you know, the war in Afghanistan, you talk about the public transportation debacles, look at the big dig in Boston or the railway to nowhere that Newsom is already responsible in California... Um, anything the government does, there's so much it's overhead and, and corruption that they're, money gets. They're bad at we, everything, and we intentionally. Take, and remember, that's that's the reason why it's a problem. There's a lot of reasons why it's a problem, but the biggest reason why is it's your money that's being taken Correct. and not utilized to the best of its ability. That's why I can't believe Democrats are willing to just give them more of their money. Yeah. The government's job is, theoretically, in my opinion, to take its the to prioritize the well-being of its citizens. So, if if taxation is going to be a thing, if we're all going to agree, which I would argue we haven't all agreed, that taxation is a necessary evil that has to be carried out against the citizenry of the United States. But if we're all in agreement that it is, then the tax dollar that is taken has to be applied in <coughs> the most efficient, cost-effective, spectacular manner possible. It should be maximized to the fullest extent. And instead, what happens is it is stolen. It is exploited. And the taxation gets worse, the money gets printed faster, and then siphoned to the top quicker. And it's... Look, we're putting lipstick on a pig. We're putting band-aids on leaky pipes. We're... We can keep doing it. Correct. It's not changing but shit. But this is why, like, I mean, if you would have polled all the the people who are online, forget regular people who aren't online, all the weirdos who spend all their time on Twitter, like myself and you. Yeah. If you would have polled all of those people six years ago, how many of you support anarchy, like total anarchy? You'd probably get anywhere from, like, zero to ten percent. Tens really high. Like it's probably closer to like two. Yeah. Right. Pull all those people today. I guarantee you, it's over twenty five percent. People are more open to these ideas because they they've seen it. They've been aware of it. And now that we're all online and it's just so much more accessible. Like we just know more. Like, we just know that you guys are shittier. What? I think you should shut the garage. Are you cold? Yeah. This was your idea. I'm cold, though. It's like 40 degrees out here. Let's open the garage. Can't do it, man. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a good sound effect. All right, let's see. All right, here we go. (laughs) The Brothers Ketchup closed the garage. I have a loud garage. It is very... What? Mom and Dad's garage is so quiet. I'm so jealous. Now I have a big garage. There is a slower... It Yours is, is faster. Dude, my back hurts so bad today from work. There's a lot of bending. Yeah, it's a lot of bending. I've also been killing it in the gym. And I think that's hurting my you back. You should start wearing my lifting belt. Oh, oh my god. I watched the Ronnie Coleman documentary. Who's that? Oh, he's the one. He's what you talking about, Willis? No! Oh my god. Come on. Ronnie Coleman? Who's that guy? Uh, Like the greatest bodybuilder of all time. Eight-time Mr. Olympian. Ronnie Coleman, 
The Ronnie Coleman. The Ronnie Coleman. The king. He's got the grills. Well, I watched a documentary about him. He sells the Coleman grills. No. That's Foreman. The Ronnie Coleman grills. Asshole. Uh, he's like... I think he's like 57-ish. It's like close to 60. He's just all sorts of messed up from like lifting and stuff. Like he he can't walk. He's had like 18 back surgeries. It's so sad to see someone who was once just like the best bodybuilder on the planet. Isn't it amazing they don't have exoskeletons yet to just put people in when they're like? Why are we so fixated on they trying do. to get people to like? They do. Well, I know, but they should be accessible. We all should be an. Exoskeleton. I don't know if I should talk about it on this podcast, but the the time I saw an exoskeleton like in a dark blacked out room at. <laughs> A defense contractor that I won't name the name of. I like looked in the window where I was on a tour, and obviously, parts of the tour you weren't allowed. Like rooms were closed and locked. Like you don't get to see that. But like, I popped my head like into the window. I'm like trying to look, and there's like a real life like Call of Duty combat like suit. And I was like, whoa! I was like, that I didn't know we had that. That's so cool. Next time there's like all out war is gonna be shit like that. They'd be sick. The Chinese are gonna have like I don't actual know why, super soldiers. I don't know why they don't advertise that. Futuristic I would join tech. the military. The sh- the stuff we have would probably blow all of our minds like beyond. But that's how you get people to, if they want people to join the military. No, because show me you got awesome shit. Laser gun? I'm that's in. the stuff that stops war. And they don't want that. No, like the unknown is what stops war? Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. Like, I think... I don't think we actually know the full capabilities of China. I think that scares U.S. intelligence, so we don't. Nah. When we bombed Japan, we knew. Then that's what stopped it, was the knowing of, you're all dead now. Well, we had... That was the whip out, whip it out moment. Correct. But now, like, we've been the top dog for so long. Like, Do you think we're ever going to get another nuclear bomb? Well, it won't be a nuclear bomb. I think, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the nuclear stockpiles, I think, are more for show. Like, I think, I think we all know, every country knows that whatever, the, if there's next scale war, like, if we're going World War Three, Like, but, like, real, like, conflict. Yes, that it's... What gets not, unve- the, not these like soft cold wars. Yeah, what gets unveiled is going to like really change. You think though? Yes, because after World War Two, the technology from World War Two changed the way Americans lived. We were we became focused on industrialization and cars and modernization, but it was only because through the advancement of fighter planes and. Bomb technology. We were able to figure the other stuff out. Private companies started utilizing that for home products. Your microwave was a product of nuclear Is that why research. The, I was uh, home improvement was a big I mean there's other TV shows. So when the United could, States is but, using their anti gravity spacecrafts yeah. to actually fight a war of defense. Well, after that war's over, I guess who's gonna want anti gravity Crafts. This I do, man. So Come you on. know what? I'm gonna plant my flag. <laughs> I'm on the side of I want all-out war. <laughs> no, with all the cool shit we got. 
No. Because I want it at home. That's not the answer, man. No, but I was just saying, a home improvement is a big a big one, but I know there has to be other TV shows. But when someone says, like, throw something in the microwave, they go, can, can you nuke that for me? I never... Never got it. Never got that. Really? The, the name microwave wasn't a... No, but it just seems weird. Like, nuke? Can you nuke that? Shouldn't we not be eating anything out of a microwave? Well, like, when microwaves first came out, they gave, like, everyone cancer. Like, That's <laughs> shocked. They were terrible for people. Like, I they, think... But see, the way they were advertised, it was like... like I think the earliest microwaves barely had doors on them. And they were like, just put your face up against it and watch when it's done. And then it was like, oh, wait, 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 okay. There's so much technology that, like, has been shown in movies from, like, decades ago that, like, we're still not even close to. And it bothers me. Like, to this day, I still think of Spy Kids when they get to their little safe house. (laughs) And it's like a little popcorn bag, you know, the little popcorn bags that you, like, unfold and put in the microwave. It's that, but it's McDonald's, and you put it in there, and then you just get a whole plate of McDonald's. I don't know the technology of how that would work. I'm sure it can't work, but... I want it. I want it. <laughs> um, I think we'd be blown away. If we were Jeff Bezos... Like, I think Jeff Bezos knows... Everything? Or has access to technologies and things that we would, like, literally poop our pants. He's a private citizen who went to space. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, these robot dogs, he could buy 20,000 of those with guns attached to them. You know what's weird? What happened to robot toys? Remember, like, the early 2000s? Like, the little robot dogs and stuff that you could buy? They were, like, real small, and they, like, they respond to your voice, and they, like, did nothing. Those used to be, like, all the rich, but no one would want that anymore. There's so many toys that came and went. Most toys, the premium toys that come out every year, it's so funny to think about how junky they actually are. You know what's still around? What? Legos? Hell yeah. Hess trucks. That's it. Hess trucks, that's it? There's a lot of other toys. Nah. They still have those wrestling action figures. I still love wrestling action figures. Like the rings. What about uh, tech decks? Those are still a thing. I have, every once in a while, TikTok will send me a video of a guy like, fingerboarding somewhere and I'm like who the heck is <laughs> who's this for why do I get this although I'm like man that's a sick dick flip I when I was a kid I thought I was good at fingerboarding but I was just flicking it around I wasn't doing anything there are people who fingerboard who do like like real tricks like real skateboarding tricks just with their fingers yeah yeah it's crazy it's wild people are nuts everyone's talented oh I want, here's another thing I want to talk about. It's actually about skateboarding. Okay. All right, so this might lose people. It might even lose you. Okay. But it's one of the most impressive things in all of sports that never gets talked about is skateboarding. Skateboarding is hard in general, like anything. Skateboarding is a hard thing. It's a skill that you have to learn. But there is something very commonplace in skateboarding if you want to be good. If you want to be a professional or, or skate in competitions or... Anything. Everyone has your... The way you step on a skateboard and ride it, right? That's your normal stance. Well, then you have a switch stance. So, for instance, I am a right foot forward skateboarder. That We call that goofy. A switch stance for me would be left foot forward. 
in professional skateboarding, they learn all the tricks both ways. That doesn't get talked about enough. D- that Think about how bad you are left-handed at anything. They manipulate their feet backwards to do all the same stuff they do the regular way. No one talks about it. As like, and it's just commonplace. Like if you like, skateboarders like yeah, that was a switch heel flip. It's like what? Like, I don't even know what the like baseball. Imagine if everyone was a switch hitter and everyone was a switch thrower. I keep thinking about the game aggressive inline, which was an inline skating video game. The game was awesome. It's the only game that ever made me want to actually skate any type of thing. That's Even like I like Tony Hawk, but like it never, never made you want to skateboard. skateboard. Aggressive inline made you want a rollerblade. I was like, I wish I was a rollerblader. Rollerblading's hard too. But yeah, I mean, it's like uh, if you were a quarterback and you had to th- throw all the passes. Well, Tua did it. Like you have to throw this pass left hand and right hand. Yeah. It's it's wild, and it doesn't get talked about ever. About like it's ridiculous that they do that. Fascinating. And they're like the only ones who do it. There's no other sport or activity that makes you do that. Hmm. We never rode. Well, like, we never even rode bikes as kids. Um. No, not really. We're very sheltered. I skateboarded. That's about the only thing I did. Longboard now. But I was never good. Ever. I scootered for a little bit. Have you ever launched off a vert ramp? No. You ever, like, went down into, like, a bowl or something? No. That looks scary. I can, like, ollie. (laughs) And I can board slide. It's about it. It's about the extent of my skill level. I can parkour. It's actually crazy because you can't. <laughs> I have good parkour shoes. This is no, not what those are. I like those shoes a lot. They could be good for a lot of things. Probably parkour. What do you think parkour is? Jumping on objects. Do you think you can jump on an object? Oh yeah. Have you ever watched the tag sport? Oh my god, it's awesome. I would be good at that. No, you wouldn't. I would tag everyone. Those people... No, you wouldn't. No Those would, people no are get crazy. Me. No one would get me. The way they f- they just slide through... You'd be I'm dead. The perfect, I'm the perfect amount of nimble, agile, quick... Who do you think you are? <laughs> Graceful. Who do you think you are? Seriously. <laughs> I'm like a good balance of all those features, so like I think I'd be good at it. First of all, you're not fast. What do you... I didn't say fast. I Second said of all, you're clumsy. But not in spurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just generally clumsy. I think that's worse. <laughs> and, like, I just don't think you're physically capable to do the things and that I they do. I could come up with creative routes on the fly. I don't think you... <laughs> I don't think you could vault a pole. Oh, you're so wrong. We have to get... We have to find a course... <laughs> Like that's similar. I want to parkour it. Play you play. We'll get like a little kid to play. You always underestimate my athleticism. I'm gonna do it in those shoes. We've only ever had to do one 
challenge on this podcast, and, and was, you I, failed <laughs> miserably. You said like, you could do ten pull-ups. I, you did three. I, I used to be able to do ten pull-ups. You did three. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but not this time. But you're like, I can play professional tag. <laughs> I mean, how much practice could those professional tag players possibly have? Probably more I, than... I have so many hours of tag in the pack in my back room. Really? It's been a while. Since, like, the fourth grade. But, like, before then, I probably... Did had... you have any games that, like, your grade came up with that you guys played? The games that, like, you just made up on the playground or something? Um, I used to sell... We sold onions as, like, a side hustle. It's not a game. Where else were you getting onions? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're selling onions? What no. do you mean we? Alright, so like... The whole class was selling onions? <laughs> no. It's like a... It's a grade project? Right, my grandmother, your grandmother, and I used to walk to this park by her house. And I know the park you're talking about. And we go along the route, if there were wild weeds that were those onion weeds, you know what I'm talking about? Like scallions. I remember walking to this park. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just talking about scallions that grow out of the ground that are weeds. That sure. You, you know, like, if you pull them up, it's going to be like a, an onion at the end. Like a little wild onion. Yeah, okay. You know what type of weed? Yeah, I do. The old playground at the school had a lot of them. Nanny used to like to take them, and she would literally use them and cook with them and, like, eat them. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't, I don't know either, but I don't think so. <laughs> she did. And she would tell me Because I don't cool. think they're, like, real onions. I don't know. But... I took that knowledge and information <laughs> back with me to school and, and came up with an idea that for onions. snacks we, I could sell them to my friends for like a dime each. And I did that at school for like maybe like two afternoons. Did people buy it? I think I sold like four or five. It's pretty good. But the That's all profit. There's the, no overhead there. The principal called me into her office. For selling onions? I was like, are you selling these? How, what grade were you in when you were selling onions? Had to be like third grade or fourth wow, grade. Wow, that's that's early. And she was like, "Are you doing this? Because like there's pesticide and like, all sorts of issues." No, it wasn't me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> "I didn't know it was wrong." I just my was... grandmother said I could sell these to my <laughs> friends. <laughs> I don't know who would buy them to like eat them. Like who's actually eating the onion? Some the kids wanted them. Do you, know, market. do you know about my disgusting cups? Uh, no. Oh, this is something I don't even know if I want on the podcast. Because <laughs> every once in a while I get reminded that, like, back in school, I was what you could consider a bully. But, like, bully. not a real, like, not, like, a real bully. Like, I wasn't, I never picked on kids. But it was just, like, looking back, you're like, oh, that was, like, that was, was a mean thing to do. That was a douchebag. Yeah. So we did this, so me and my, my two friends, that I'm not going to name on this podcast, who are no longer friends, but they were friends in school. We sat alone at lunch. And we considered ourselves, like, we thought we were so cool, because, like, we didn't let anyone else sit with us. Like, no, it's just mean bullies. And you're like the you greasers could, from Cat You Dog. could sit with us at lunch, but you had to earn it. You had to eat a disgusting cup. Mom used to pack me, like, a pudding in my lunchbox. I didn't really like pudding. So, instead, what we would do is we would just turn that into, like, just put whatever we could find around the cafeteria. Mayonnaise, mustard, you got pretzels, crush them up, little chocolate milk, throw that in there. 
And you just mix it all up. And if the person would eat the, the disgusting cup, they earn the seat at the lunch table. And looking back on that, I don't feel good about it, for being honest. But it's something that happened. I addressed it. How many people ate disgusting cups? Probably like three or four. That's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. That's bad. At least you didn't like spit in it. We might have. <laughs> I'm not going to say we do. I'm not going to say we didn't. We dipped our balls in it. Also, one of the... Oh, let's just air out all the terrible things <laughs> they did. Uh, one of the things... I actually mentioned this in my Kairos talk. Oh. I forget what my Kairos talk was about. It was just about like, don't be a dick, I guess. And we played Survivor, like on the blacktop. And one of the challenges was just like, I made a kid eat a cigarette. And it was like... You gotta eat that cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) You've killed me. Oh, it's fucked up. That's funny. It's fucked up. Wow. Well, you were a pretty bad kid, I guess. But I wasn't. And heart of gold. Mm. But just mush for brains. (laughs) <laughs> no, like, it was pretty like <coughs> maniacal. Yeah, it was pretty maniacal. Like I know it wasn't just like it's fine. It was like eat that cigarette. <laughs> Will you do this? You gross. Fuck. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, Jesus! All right, well that seems like a nice podcast. I'm gonna have to delete this. I'm gonna have to, I want to run for mayor. How many people are listening? To, I mean, how many? What time is it? How long have we been going? It was like thirty minutes. All right, before we go... Yes. I want to review (coughs) a show that I've been watching. Squid Games. No. Sesame Street? Yes. (laughs) So I went back in the vault, started watching Sesame Street from episode one. We're now in season five. Wow, that's a (laughs) lot of episodes you've been watching. Pounding through. How many episodes are in a season? I really can't tell. I don't know if HBO has all the episodes or if there's like scattered episodes... <laughs> to be honest, it's all blurring together into one long Sesame Street episode. They're all the same. <clears throat> so it's all about counting. But they're introducing like we got to the count now, like the count's first episode. He's interesting. Wait until they hit their stride. Season twenty. It's starting to get there. Some good stuff is going on. It's really fun, <laughs> man. It's really dark at times. Like it's there's like ninety percent of it is like wholesome, fun, educational, engaging, good, original. Sometimes repetitive. Stuff for kids. Stuff for kids. And then 10% is off-the-wall, batshit, SNL-level dark humor that you're like... Maybe that's in there, though, for, like, the parent. Okay, hear me out. Sure. I think it is. I know what you think it is, and (laughs) it's probably that. No, no, no. But I'm not even talking about... Most of it is good, too. Like, not even, like... Not even talking about, like dark satanic shit I'm just talking about like <clears throat> like wow that's these are we sure I don't know it's hard to explain all I'll say is I think that early Sesame Street was some like really 
good just overall for anyone who wants to watch. She, go watch some Sesame Street. No. It's good stuff. No. Really is. Wait until you have a kid and then you can watch Sesame Street. Don't be watching Sesame Street without a kid. That's weird. No, That'll what? get you locked up. The, I recommend the first five seasons of Sesame Street to all ages, especially if you have psychedelic drugs or or any sort of inebriating substance. We've just lost all credibility on this podcast. <clears throat> it's just... It's not... It's like a time capsule, dude. That start, It started in 1969. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you understand? It's a long time. Big Bird in 1969. Big Bird's vaccinated. Like, Jim Henson's actual puppets are being used before Jim Henson's even known. Like, no one even knew who Jim Henson was. They're just using, like, why does this guy have a TV show? He's using his puppets. I don't know if that's true. He might have been famous. Who the hell cares? All I'm saying is... Watch Sesame Street. Watch Sesame Street. Because, like, when Snuffleupagus first appears, you can't believe that anyone ever let their children watch this show. Yeah, he was scary looking. He looked ratty. It's like, hello, big bird. But you know what? It kind of played. I'm about to kill myself. He's, like, in an alley. And it looked like you'd find him in an alley. Especially because it's supposed to be, like, New York in the late 60s, early 70s, which is a shithole. (laughs) Really plays. So. I like it. Sesame Street... I've enjoyed my time watching And after you watch that, watch Barney. It's better than Squid Games. <coughs> I mean, it's uh, it's a very different category. Like, if you're going to Netflix show. and chill with a, a woman. You cannot invite a girl to your house. And you're like, what should we watch? And put on Sesame Street. Should we put on Squid Games or should we put on some original OG Sesame Street from 19... 19- and you have a... The conversations you're going to have about the Sesame Street you're watching are going to be so much more interesting... Than what you could possibly talk about with Squid Games on. Why do you say with Squid Games on? It's gonna be like, oh, I've lost you. You've gone full. You've gone full dad brain. With Sesame Street, you're gonna be like, wow. How many different ways can you count to ten? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> you officially just have dad brain. <laughs> I'm done. All right, I'm ready to squirt.
What are we doing? Well, it started, so... Whatever you want. Do we have a plan? Well, I have news, but I don't know if I want to talk about it here or if I want to talk about it in the main part, but we can talk about it here. Dude, if Ryan Tannehill takes the Titans to the Super Bowl, I would be so happy. He's not going to. Right now... I want him to. Right now, I put them ahead. they got to be number one in most power rankings today. They're number one in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, theoretically. You say the Cardinals are obviously better than them? No. Would you say, like, the Packers are obviously better than them? The Packers are good. I really like the Packers, man. They lost yesterday. Aaron Rodgers, though. Doesn't count. (laughs) Just saying, like, there's not many teams in the NFL at all that you could say, like, are better than the Titans. And that's my boy Tannehill! Their two losses are going to be very... Like, they're weird. Every good team has some weird Who did they lose to week one? That did they lose week one? They lost they week l- one. They lost to the Jets in week four. And they lost four to the Jets. Or whatever. Who did they lose to in week one? Was the it the Cardinals? Did they play the Cardinals week one? Yeah, they got blown out by the Cardinals in week one. 38-13. That's week one. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we have to do to the Ravens on, on Thursday what the Jags did to the Bills. Never going to happen. We need to have our, like... What's Upset the... moment. <clears throat> You've been a Dolphins fan longer than I have. Yeah. <clears throat> What's their biggest kryptonite when it comes to, like, opposing offenses? Well, you're saying modern times with this running, modern time. running quarterback issue. Quarterbacks who can run. Even worse than that, it's just we just can't beat the Ravens. Yeah, and the Ravens historically own it. So, I mean, it's just not going to go well. I believe it's going to be good. I think Brissett's playing. Sunday was awful. Yesterday Brissett. yesterday was as bad as you could play and win a game. I'm I'm like 90% sure Brissett's going to play Thursday, and I won't watch. I'm, I don't want to watch him play football. He's the most unappealing quarterback I've ever watched <laughs> in my life. He doesn't do much well. No, he's awful. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how that's, that's bad That's totally he, not a backup he quarterback, looks, Jacoby Brissett. Like, he looks awful. It's crazy. Yeah, we'll probably get beat. I'm surprised we won on yesterday. I'm happy. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like I said, going into it, like, I don't care who's out, who's playing, who's not. Like you just, you just have to win that game. You have to beat the Texans, and they did. But they did it in horrendous fashion, as is the 2021 Dolphins way. And uh, yeah. Now we get to play the Ravens, and we'll see what happens. I'm surprised so many people even know Travis Scott, let alone go to see his concert. Are you kidding me? Travis he, Scott's huge. I think it's weird. He had a McDonald's meal. Also, why did McDonald's choose Travis Scott for a McDonald's meal? Well, I think it's a bunch of things. Number one, his music is popular. I don't think I can name one Travis Scott song. Yes, you can. You know Sicko Mode? Nope. Everyone knows Sicko Mode. What's Sicko Mode? Made this here with all the ice on in a boat. With the gate outside when they come up on the roof. Give me the loop. Uh, the rim, he <laughs> had a pursuit. Hey. It's actually like, that song's good. It's, I don't care what it's a good song. 
Uh, that's the only Travis Scott song I know. But I think he's mostly known for the McDonald meal. No, I think I think he dates somebody. <laughs> All I know is the fact that he had enough fans there to even crush each other is crazy. But you're just out of touch. Like you're well. you're 32 years old and know nothing about modern music. Wow. Am I wrong? No. I'm glad to be out of touch if people are going to die to go see a concert. Although I was at a Modest Mouse concert, you were there. Yeah, he's he's with Kylie Jenner. I think that's why he's popular. Who's that? Oh my! You don't know who Kylie Jenner is? is who that, are you? Is that Caitlyn Jenner's daughter? Yes. She she's not a Kardashian though. No, she's a Jenner. <laughs> she's a Jenner. Thanks for clarifying. Although their mom is Chris Kardashian. Whose mom? Kylie and Kendall, I think. Kendall Kardashian. No, Jenner. <laughs> their last name is Jenner. But I'm pretty sure their mom is the Kardashian. Is the Kardashian mom. Listen, I could care less. I bought a new gun. Don't tell anyone, it's a secret. I don't think it'll be here for like a month. My stock portfolio is doing well. Doge. I know it's been a while since we talked about Doge on the podcast, but I want everyone to know who doubts a Doge. I've made more money on Doge than I have working in my life, I think. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Doge is the wave of the future. Everybody knows that. I might as well just go cut out circles and tinfoil <laughs> and call it a name. This is money. Like, you should, you should, you should invest in this. This is a physical cryptocurrency. This is gonna take. This is gonna take off. It's backed by real crypto. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna say my thing now. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Billy Bean. Okay. Who's Billy Bean? GM of the. Oakland Athletics. Correct. Actually, I believe he's the president of baseball operations. Correct. He's got a higher up title. He's been there for like 20 years. Has famous for, obviously, the movie Moneyball. And what he did with that organization and never spending any money. Is he straight or gay? Well, in real life, I think he's gay. Right? But Brad Pitt in the movie is totally straight. He's straight. Now, he has a kid in the movie. He has a kid in real life. But in 2014, there's like the big story about how like Billy Bean is the first, like openly gay, like professional executive. Did you know that's not the Billy Bean? Did you know there's a second Billy Bean in baseball, who's not that Billy Bean, who's gay. <laughs> what do you mean? That Billy Bean is straight. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Not, so the Billy Bean isn't the gay. The Billy Bean isn't gay. He should correct that. Dude, he really should. I was watching Moneyball, and it's like the stuff with the daughter. I'm like, I wonder how his but relationship also, like, with his I've kids now. I've seen him talk, and I've always just assumed he was gay, because he sounds gay when he talks. But that was probably after 2014 when <laughs> Billy Bean came out. But it was a different Billy Bean who's involved in Major League Baseball. That's weird. Isn't that crazy? I was watching Moneyball, and I was like, I can't believe he's gay. It doesn't make any sense. And then I Googled it, and I couldn't find anything about him being gay. And I was like, that's weird. So then I just searched Billy Bean gay, and of course it comes up and it's all over, but it's just a different Billy Bean. Huh. Yeah, because I thought he was gay. Yeah, I think everyone, I think if you polled, like, most baseball fans, be like, oh, Billy Bean, yeah, he's gay. 
but well, he's not good, good for him on whatever he is. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and whoever the other guy is, and that guy I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, I was like, if I was Billy Bean, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed, but I'd always feel like, <clears throat> I always feel weird that people might think I was gay. Not that it would be a problem. Because I was like looking, I was looking at him, and it said like, originally, stop doing that into the mic. <laughs> You've done it this just the, all podcasts. This is the pre-show. <laughs> This um, is at the end. But it said, like, he had a wife. Last episode? Who wait. got divorced, and then he married a new wife. And I was like, huh? Not a man. No. Nope. Last episode, I was sucking my teeth the whole time. I don't know if you missed it. In the, in the post. Did you eat corn before the recording? I don't know why. I just happened to be doing it. And now this episode, I don't know. Was that Rose screaming? Yes. Amanda torturing my child? Possibly. All right, well, why don't we get into the meat of the matter? Okay. 